Hi everybody, this is Emma. Emma B, Emma Baines, Baines, Bainesy, whatever you want to call me. I respond to all of them. Um, I'm here today to take over the One Day at a Time podcast and hopefully share with you some of my um, little tips and hints of things that I have now learned and developed over my time with Turtle. Now, I joined Turtle, which was once upon a time Live Like Louise back in October 2019. I saw a fantastic advert of uh, Ryan Louise waddling down the street in Santa outfits. And I thought, that'll do me. I will do a nice little Christmas challenge and uh, it'll get me through the Christmas period as I've done probably every year. Um, 20 years prior to that, I'm 44 this year and I have been dieting for as long as I can remember. Um, God, if there's not a diet, I haven't tried. And um, I was at one point very large. I was um, at one point, I was nearly 19 stone, um, which for my height and build was quite a lot. So I tried everything. And the thing that got me started for a long time was I joined the likes of Slimming World, Weight Watchers, all of the above. And I used to do it with a friend who lived in Dubai at the time and we used to swap notes and whatnot and carry on. So I'd lost quite a bit of weight already, um, but I didn't know what I was doing. It was way off, put it all back on again. Way off, put it all back on again. Every time I lost weight, I would put it back on again. And so I saw this challenge and it was something a bit different. It was about counting macros. I didn't have a clue what counting macros was. I'd heard about it. I thought it was something really complicated. And so in the past, I'd always gone, oh, no, that's way too um, complicated for me. So I'm not going to do it. But I signed up with what was then, like I said, Live Like Louise and completed this challenge, however long it was, six weeks, something like that. And I loved it and I found it really easy. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to carry on. So I signed up for the next challenge, which was um, another however many weeks. I don't know what it was, but it was a January to April challenge. Again, tracking macros, doing live workouts with Ryan and Louise. And I loved it. And actually, I won that challenge. Couldn't believe it. So I stayed and I became a member. And then we went into, at the end of the last challenge, we then started a new one, which was the Octagon just as we went into lockdown and do you know what it got me through lockdown because I had a focus so I'd gone in I was starting to feel better about my physical appearance I was starting to feel fitter stronger and so we went into this octagon challenge where I learned loads and loads of new skills. Um, I started to read books. I started to journal. I started to have routines, mornings, evening routines, and it was a new way of life. I'd gone from not being a runner to running however many times a week and completing a 10k. I mean, I'm not sure if I can do a 10k right now, but <laughs> at the time I was doing all right. So one of my questions I got asked was, what is my why? Why do I do what I'm doing every day? Why do I keep going with all of this? And I suppose my original why was, as I previously mentioned, um, one of my best friends from uni, Sarah, she um, had cancer. And we used to speak every day. And she would been, she'd been a Slimming World ally for me. And she'd seen me 
lose quite a lot of weight. She saw me get into fitness a bit more, start having PTs and things like this. And she said to me, um, you know, you've got to keep going with what you're doing. You've got to keep getting up every day and, and don't stop because you're on a roll now and you've found this thing that you really enjoy and you've just got to keep going. And we used to speak every day and I remember even when she was at her lowest, her real lowest, she'd always say to me, like, what have you done today? Have you got your steps in? Because when she was well, we would compare notes all the time while she lived in Dubai. I mean, she moved back to the UK for her final months, but when she was in Dubai, she she didn't really speak to anybody else. And when she moved back to the UK, it was just her husband and her, because uh, her family lived abroad and she, she, her father had passed away. She didn't really speak to her brother. Her mum lived in another country. She didn't know anybody back in the UK, so it was just me. And her husband didn't deal with her illness very well in the fact that he didn't like talking about the the horrible stuff that she went through every day. So she would talk to me. And so when I said I was doing this, I remember saying to me one morning, she she woke up and she'd lost the use of her legs. Her legs, her body was sh shutting down. She had a sarcoma and her body was just giving up on her, basically. It's a cancer of the bones. And she said to me, um, my legs have gone. I can't feel them anymore. Um, and I remember thinking... God, I take my legs for granted. Here I am moaning that I've got to walk here, there and everywhere. Here I am moaning about going for a run. But actually, I have legs that work. And she turned it around for me and she made me think, actually, I'm very grateful I've got a fully functioning body and that I am able to do these things rather than I have to do them. I can do them. I have the opportunity to do them. And so why should I waste that? And she just made me swear. She said, promise me you will keep going and you'll just see how far you can take it and just be the best version of you that you can be. So that's what I do. And I might not be exactly where I want to be right now, physically. But when I started this, it was all about losing weight because I'd been such a big size. And I didn't think of it as being anything else other than, oh, I've got to lose weight. I want to be this. I want to be that. And I used to have this mentality of having like a certain size in my head, a certain, well, not even size, it was more a weight on the scales. Um, but I've learned a lot. And what I've learned over the last three years is you've got to appreciate what you've got. Um, we're all different. Don't compare yourself to the next person who's trying to do something else. For me now, it's not just about weight. It's about the way I feel. So feeling healthier. I remember a time when I would struggle getting up and down the stairs. And now I just want to charge around with my kids. I want to be the mum who's on the play equipment with the children, joining in with the games and not just watching from the sideline, which is what I did do for a long period of time and certainly at the start of my children's lives. Um, who knows, one day I might even join in the the mum's races if they ever bring, <laughs> if they ever bring them back to school. Um, something else I've learned, another value is I, I'm trying to be honest with myself, honest with my tracking, honest... You know, the fact that if I'm going to drink a load of booze at the weekend, I've got to accept that the following week my scales are going to look very different. Just It's just about being honest with yourself because I'm not in competition with anybody else. I'm doing this for me. It's not for anybody else. And I think I used to think, what does that person think of me? What does that person think of me? If I go into a room and I don't feel right, are people looking at me? I used to go to the gym and like, oh, people must think, oh my God, what's she doing in here? She's so fat, she's so this, she can't do the other. 
I don't give a fly monkeys anymore. I do it for me. And if people are watching me, they're not focusing on what they're doing. So let them look. That's what I say. Let them look. Another value I have, because um, Ali asked me about my, Ali Fincham asked me about my values, is um, I always try and treat people how I'd like to be treated back. So, you know, if I if somebody needs support, I will give it to them. If they want encouragement, I will give it to them because I'd like to think that somebody would be there for me when I need that support and encouragement too. So be kind, be supportive. And like I said before, don't judge other people in a different way that you would want people to judge you. Um, I always try and just focus on what I'm doing. And if I know that what I'm doing is is kind, it's right, it's for me, then nothing else really matters, I suppose. So something else I got asked was, what is the biggest change I've experienced since joining Turtle? Um, For me, it might not actually be so much a fitness thing, but more the habits I picked up along the way. So like I said, when I started the Octagon Challenge, um, I didn't really read I didn't actually say I didn't really read. I would pick up the odd book while I was on holiday and I would always say, I haven't got time to read. I haven't got time. And now without fail, even if it's just um, a few pages, I read every single day. So in an ideal world, I'll have a wonderful morning routine. And part of that will include sitting down on my sofa with a cup of tea in the morning when nobody else in the house is up. And I'll read a non-fiction book, something that's going to help me with... uh, you know, mental health or mindset or something, something productive. Um, and then on an evening, I tend to read fiction, even if it's just two pages. It's my body saying to me, okay, we're reading and then we're going to go to sleep. So I try and read something a bit lighthearted or just fiction anyway on an evening. And so I've always got about three or four books on the go. I just love to read and I love seeing my shelf filling up with books that I've read. And I think, I've done that. I've done that. I've read that, you know, and it's a love I didn't know I had. So I've discovered this love of reading. Also, something I've learned is um, journaling. I never, apart from, apart from when I was a kid and I used to write in a diary, dear diary. I saw John Smith today in the corridor and I still fancied him. Um, Apart from that, I didn't really do any. So for me now, I'm just counting my bedroom shelf. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I've got 12 journals I've completed in the last three years. Well, two and a half years. Plus, um, I've got a couple more downstairs. I have been known to buy new ones and not quite finish them. But as long as I'm scribbling down somewhere and journaling for me doesn't have to be pouring my heart out onto a page. There's no system to it I might brain dump and just stick some stuff on a page I might track what I've done in the day like how much how many steps I've done how much water I've drunk three wins like you have on the app I always write down three wins for the day I'm always writing some gratitude and again in an ideal world I would get up and I would do some journaling in the morning I would set my intentions maybe some affirmations maybe some thoughts in my head get it on paper and then at night, I do a reflection. So before I go to sleep, before I do my reading, I would write a few pages or a few notes down on a page. Or I might do a brain dump if, if I've got a lot of noise in my head. I'll literally just write words on the page. Anything that comes into my head, to-do list, anything like that, get it out of my head, shove it on a piece of paper, close the book, it's done, it's dealt with. 
And that has really, really helped me. Um, And so part of that is my evening routine has changed massively. Once upon a time, I would sit up till gone midnight easily on a weekday before work the next day. And I would scroll through the television looking for something to watch. Nothing specific, just looking for something to watch. Whereas now I try and turn the television off, come upstairs and I just have that bit of wind down before I go to sleep. And the difference it's made to my sleep is brilliant. It's it's huge. So I would strongly recommend for everybody, put your phone down, turn your TV off and just have a bit of quiet time before you go to bed. So that has been um, a big change for me. As well as, yes, I've taken up a bit of running, but oh, I'm never going to be a runner. I am a runner. I'm just never going to be a lover of running. I'd always rather do a million other things, especially strength training, which is my favourite. So I've also been asked, how do I stay consistent? Um, I don't always, I do my best. And so that includes journaling, planning, habits and accountability. If you can buddy up with somebody and check in every day, that's really, really going to help you. Massive thing for me. Um, Somebody else asked, um, how do you start again after a two-week binge? You just start. That's the best advice. Just start. Small steps. Don't try and come back in with four workouts a week, trying to track everything, trying to get my water in, uh, do my reading, do my journaling. Don't. Just start simple. Start with your steps or just start with your water and just start with day one. And then the next day, do it again. Rinse, repeat, keep going. And eventually you can start adding, after a little while, start adding other things back in when you feel ready. But if you can plan, prep, go back to those simple habits, everything else will fall back into place. But you've just got to start. That's all you've got to do. Just start. And how do I stop self-sabotaging? Don't press the fuck it button. Have the pizza. Just have it. But don't then go, oh, I've had the pizza, therefore I might as well have burgers tomorrow. I might as well have the chips. I might as well drink all this booze. If you're going to go out drinking, you know you're going out drinking, then have stuff in the fridge the next day or have a meal ready the next day that isn't all the grease in the world and all the fat in the world and just draw a line under it and move on. But it's all about balance and balance is a massive thing. That is what I'm trying to develop now is balance. So my current goals on that note are me now just trying to fit into my size 12 jeans pretty much. Um, I gained quite a lot of weight back over the last six months. Um, Oh gosh, no, we're in October. So it's more than that. That'll be 10 months. <laughs> since Christmas but I'm still going with all my other stuff so for me it's not the be all and end all at all and that's probably a big change for me actually is the fact that I'm not that bothered about what the scales say now yes I'd like to be able to fit in I can fit into my size 12 jeans but I'd like to fit into them comfortably um and I just working out is part of my life reading is part of my life journaling is part of my life and I wouldn't have it any other way. For me, my exercise is my medicine because I suffer quite badly with anxiety and it just really helps me level out. And even when I don't want to do it, I never regret it afterwards. I've never done a workout and gone, I really wish I hadn't done that. There are some that make me feel like I want to vomit and while I'm doing them, I hate every single minute of it. But afterwards, I guarantee you're going to feel better. So my top tip... Just keep going. Just keep every day one little thing that uh, improves your current state of mind any way you can.
If that means just pick up your book and read it, then read it. If that means go and do a workout or run, go and do it. But just keep going every day, one day at a time, peeps. God, that was a cliche. Anyway, I'm over and out. I hope you've had a good listen. I hope you haven't bored. I haven't bored you too much. If any of you ever want to ask me anything or want some advice or some accountability, knock on my door. It is always ready to be opened by one of you lovely turtles. So go forth today. Have a great day. And remember, one day at a time.